What is good, YouTube? Quinn Wade, basketball analysis coming to y'all with that instant analysis on this Sunday afternoon. We're going to talk about Steven Silas dying. Paul Silas ended up dying t tonight, I mean, earlier this morning. Rest in peace. His, his son ended up missing tonight's game as a coach, but they did it for him. They won a tough game against one of the best teams in the NBA against the Milwaukee Bucks. Chris Middleton did go down with the ankle injury. He was out for the rest of the game. They could have used him down the stretch. They looked a little lost, a little confused offensively. Um, tonight, um, down the stretch, the Rockets played with a lot more fight. They really wanted to win this game. They really wanted to show that they can compete. The game was close throughout the entire game. You thought it was going to get away from them in the first quarter. They were re re resilient. They really wanted to show that they can really win this game, and they actually got it done. We're going to talk about the Rockets first. Jabari Smith Jr., he ended up having six points, plus 13 and plus minus four personal fouls, two turnovers, one block, three steals, two assists. I just liked his activeness. He really rotated well, really communicated well, really fought through the screens, really tried as hard as he could to defend. He's not a great defender, not even a good defender, but he's a rookie. You don't expect him to be great. He wasn't a great defender in college to me either, but I liked his improvements of what he has done, and I like that the fact that he's been getting better because he had 10 rebounds tonight. You need somebody that's that tall, that mobile, that athletic. He can utilize that ability to be a great rebounder and in a great scorer. He didn't have the matchups tonight to take advantage of that, but, you know, it happens. Every game is matchup-based, even in the playoffs. They don't have to worry about that this year. But at least they're still showing that they care about their season and they care about winning, even though they're having a terrible start. 4-4 from the free throw line for him. 0-4 from the three-point line. 1-9 from the field. Alperin Shingun, 8 points, plus 2 and plus minus. 2 personal fouls, 1 turnover, 1 block, 1 steal, 3 assists, 8 rebounds, 4-10 uh, from the field. You wish you would have seen more from him. But he did rebound the ball well, did anchor the paint as best as he could. He needs to be more active defensively and more communicative when he's in the paint. He's more slow-footed, but he's mobile and nimble enough to where he can use his IQ to be a better defender. I would like to see him improve on that area since this is a rebuilding team. You want to show improvements. Nine points, a plus 11, and plus minus for Eric Gordon. One turnover, one steal, one assist, three rebounds, one of five from three. 4 or 10 from the field. He's still one of the very few players left from that James Harden Rockets team, and he's still contributing pretty well for them this season. Kevin Porter Jr., 18 points, plus 3 and plus minus, 2 personal fouls, 4 turnovers, 1 block, 2 steals, 7 assists, 3 rebounds, 2 or 2 from the free throw line, or 3 from the 3-point line, 8 or 16 from the field. Just really was efficient tonight outside of his 3-point shooting. You like to see him playmaking and scoring. That's something that he still is trying to figure out, but it's a growing process. We'll see if he figure it out within the next two to three seasons. Jalen Green, 30 points, negative nine, three and plus minus, two turnovers, three assists, three or four from the free throw line, three or six from the three-point line, 12 or 21 from the field. I love what I've seen out of Jalen Green. He was one of the biggest reasons why they won. Hit a key three, got them buckets laid down the stretch. He's supposed to be their go-to guy. He's supposed to be their franchise player. He's supposed to be their offensive leader, and he did that tonight. 
against a great defender and Drew Holiday and Javon Carter and, and Brooke Lopez. He scored on him a couple times, and he also scored on Giannis. And those are two of the best interior defenders in the league. And Jalen Green got it done tonight in the paint as well as on the perimeter. Uh, Fernando, four points, plus seven and plus minus, four, five personal fouls, one turnover, one block, one assist, six rebounds, two or two from the free throw line, one or three from the field. Garuba, two points, negative four and plus minus, one block, two rebounds, or two from the three-point line, one or three from the field. Kevin Martin Jr., 10 points, negative eight and plus minus, one personal foul, one turnover, one block, one steal, two assists, seven rebounds. He also is all one from three-point line, five or nine from the field. Tari Eason didn't have a great game tonight, negative eight and plus minus, zero points, three personal foul, two steals. He also had one rebound, or two from the field. Garrison Matthews, five points plus 10 and plus minus, two blocks, one rebound, one and three from the three-point line, two or four from the field. And Knicks, five points plus two and plus minus, one a steal, four assists, one rebound, one and three from the three-point line, two or four from the field. Marjanovic didn't play. Christopher didn't play. Washington didn't play. Huggins didn't play. They shot 44% from the field, a bad 22% from three, but they did shoot 91% from the free throw line, and they made them when they mattered in the, in the fourth quarter. When they was up, they had to make them to win the game, and they got it done. Jalen Green primarily got it done, making both of his. 49 rebounds total, 23 assists, 11 steals, Eight blocks, 12 turnovers, 17 personal fouls, 97 points for the Rockets. And the Bucks. they had a great defensive scheme. It just offensively, they couldn't buy a bucket from three or from the field. They took some tough shots. Middleton would have definitely helped them out. 16 points for Giannis, negative 11 and plus minus. Five personal fouls, three turnovers, two blocks, one steal, four assists, 18 rebounds, a dominant rebounding game considering that he was on a 30-point streak. It ended tonight, unfortunately, for him. Two of six from the free throw line, seven of 17 from the field. Chris Middleton, zero points, plus three and plus minus, 0 of two from the three-point line, 0 of two from the field. You just get tired of Middleton missing games. They need him healthy. They need him ready to go so they can show that they're just as good as the Celtics. They have yet to do that outside of the first three weeks of the season. They have regressed. They have regressed offensively. They have regressed offensively, and they look like more of a beatable team. They're not blowing out teams because they can't shoot the three-ball well, and that's one of the reasons why they lost this game. Brooke Lopez, seven points, plus five and plus minus, two personal fouls, one turnover, three blocks, three rebounds, uh, also two or two from the free throw line, one or four from the three, two or eight from the field. Drew Holiday, 25 points, plus six and plus minus, one personal foul, five turnovers, three steals, eight assists, six rebounds. Also was three or three from the free throw line, four or nine from the three-point line, nine of 20 from the field. He shot the ball well. He did everything that you need him to do. He definitely has played at an all-star level this season. He also defended well. It just they couldn't make shots and plays down the stretch, and that's one of the reasons why they lost. Grayson Allen got a turnover that helped them lose the game. But other than that, he was solid. 11 points, negative 13 and plus minus, one personal foul, three turnovers, one assist, two rebounds, five of five from the free throw line, two of nine from the three-point line, two of 12 from the field. He couldn't make a basket, but he did everything else pretty well to me, but he got to the free throw line when he couldn't make a shot from the perimeter or he couldn't make a layup. 
They really defended him well. Bobby Portis, another dominant game off the bench. He should be in consideration for the six men of the year award. Has really been a double-double machine. 17 points, negative five and plus minus. One personal foul, two assists, 15 rebounds. So a double-double, 17 and 15 is just an outstanding performance from Bobby Portis. They needed him to step up because Middleton missed so much time. And he did that tonight. Two of two from the free throw line. One of five from three, seven of 15 from the field. Jordan, negative five and plus minus one turnover one rebound, 0-1 from the three-point line, 0-1 from the field. George Hill, zero points, negative 11 from the plus minus, one turnover, one assist, two rebounds, zeros across the board from field goal and free throw attempts. And Javon Carter, nine points, plus two and plus minus, two personal fouls, one block, one assist, two rebounds, three of five from the three-point line, three of five from the field. Just a great game from Javon Carter. I like what I've seen out of him. Um this game, he really made some big shots when the game was close. He just disappeared in the fourth quarter. Pat Connaughton, seven points, plus four in, a, in plus minus. One turnover, one steal, one assist, three rebounds, one assist from the three-point line, three attempt from the field. Serge Ibaka, Thanasis, and Marjan Bochamp did not play. It was a coach's decision, even though they was healthy. They shot 36% from the field as a team, 27% from three, 77% from the free throw line. Uh, 52 rebounds total, 18 assists total, 5 uh, steals, 6 blocks, 15 turnovers, 12 personal fouls, and they only score a measly 92 points. The Bucks have just got to do better. They've been a lot more beatable. Teams are coming at them. They're playing them hard. They feel like they're confident enough to beat this team. Teams feel like the Bucks are a team that's great. They respect their they defense and their work ethic. But this is a team that if you come and execute your game plan, you can beat them. You know, they've been getting beat a lot more frequently than in October, in November, and December. This team is a team that, especially without Middleton, you can definitely beat. And they need to figure out a way to get the shooting going. They need to figure out a way to defend better. And they need to figure out how they can improve as a team instead of resting guys and letting guys take days off. They need to be sending a statement that we're the team to beat like the Celtics are doing and their steamrolling team while the Bucks are just in every battle. It's competitive. It's close. You don't know who's going to win the game. And that's not really sending fear to teams. You're supposed to fear the deer, not be standing around the deer feeling comfortable and, and, and relaxed and feeling like you can beat them just like the Rockets did. The Rockets came at them. They was fearless and they was able to beat them tonight even without their head coach. And that sends a message that the Bucks need to figure out what they're going to do with Middleton, what they're going to do with this mid-range and three-point shooting, and how is Giannis going to get back on track. He had a dominant stretch, but they lost a couple games during that stretch, and some of those games were close too. The Bucks have shown that they can be capable of winning the title, but they're not that overwhelming dominant team. They haven't had too many dominant games. They had nothing but close battles and close wars. That's fun and exciting to watch because you don't know who's going to win, but it also shows you that the Bucks are not that far from being a team that's in the middle of the pack of the Eastern Conference. If another team makes a move, another team can take their spot or be on the same level. It's really the Celtics over everybody else right now, even that after they lost to Golden State just because their offense is just so fluid and just so burstful while the Bucks are so stagnant and so predictable. It's just Giannis pick and roll with Drew Holiday, Javon Carter, and Chris Middleton or isolation play. And even though it's tough to stop because of Giannis, it's still easier to defend because you know it's going to come. Other than that, like on Facebook. My Facebook will be in the description. Also, like on my 
Instagram. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter. Also, follow me on Facebook. You can find that on my channel. Click my channel. You can follow me on my socials, on my banners, uh, which one you want to follow me on. Also, like this video and share. Liking and sharing allows the channel to continue to grow. The more it continues to grow, the bigger the channel can get. Thanks for the love. Thanks for the support. We've been flying up subscribers. Let's get to 7,000 before January 1st. Hopefully, we can do it. We're already ahead of schedule anyway, so I'd be grateful for whatever we get. Quinn Way Basketball Analysis signing out, and I'm done for the night.